0: The following program is an AUFans.com production. War Eagle. This is Talking Tigers Football with Stan and Jay.
1: To the 30, to the
0: 30, tail lights, touchdown! Keep him
2: off the field tonight. Holy cow!
0: It's a little bit like a punch in the gut. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, uh, what are we talking about?
0: And now, talking Tigers football. Here are your hosts, Stan Stevens and Jay Webb. <laughs> And I am your host, Stan Stevens. And I'm your other host, Jay Webb. You know, you are listening to the final episode or the final edition or the final installment or whatever you want to call it of Talking Tigers Football with Stan and Jay. Yes. And, uh, you know, Stan, a lot's been happening. A lot's been, you know, happened since the end of the season this year. So uh, why don't you catch us up on that?
1: Well, Jay, yes, since... uh Last we met, uh, of course, we were getting ready to play the Crimson Tide in the uh, annual Iron Bowl. I remember that. Uh, it was a uh, it was a game that that um, most of the pundits, oh, well, a lot of the pundits thought was going to be a blowout. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, you know, we wasn't, wasn't too bad actually. Th- yeah, I mean Auburn had his chances, uh, <laughs> and I don't want to sound like the the typical fan, even though. Um, I mean, you you know you always kind of see things from from your through your rose colored glasses. <laughs> right. But I mean, there was a <clears throat> there was an interception uh, late or, or a potential interception, maybe for a, a pick six by uh, Blake Countess on uh, Jake Coker that would have given Auburn a first half lead. As it was, mm-hmm. I mean, Auburn led after the first quarter. I mean, they came out played inspired football. Of course, I mean, uh, I don't think there was any question Alabama was. Uh, was the better football team and and of course they won. So uh at the end Derrick Henry uh tacked on a late touchdown to make the final whatever the final difference was 29-13 I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh but uh, like I say Alabama uh was the better team but Auburn played uh I mean defensively played a really good football team uh a good game rather there was there were a few big big plays in the second half. Uh, there was a there was a really crucial uh, couple of penalties in a row on Coach Muschamp uh, that <laughs> yeah. uh, that kind of iced yeah. the game away as well. But um, again, I you know I, I want to give credit to Alabama. They I mean they were the better football team that day. They went ahead and won uh, played a I think I'm really at the, by the end of the season a weaker team than than, than Auburn, Florida in the SEC title game and, and pretty much handled them. Uh, to to win the Southeastern Conference, but you um, so you know Auburn, uh, you know we finished six and six, which was basically about five, at least five more losses than yeah. than most yeah. Auburn people had, had uh, maybe thought, yeah. and um, but uh, and got a, but he got a bid to the Birmingham Bowl, which you know uh, was again was no nobody's designation. Uh, it, it, where they wanted to go at the start of the season, but they made the most of it. They played a Memphis team that, honestly, Jay up until that game, seemed to be the better team. They had beaten a, a, an Ole Miss team that beat Alabama soundly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, huh. we had lost. Of course, that that leads us to you know, Coach Muschamp uh, and uh, Coach Ra, uh Coach Robertson, T Rob. Uh, left un- sort of unexpectedly to take the South Carolina job. Now, I, I, honestly, the way all the dominoes fail, I mean, for, for Coach Muschamp to get a, a chance at a Southeastern Conference job just one year removed from being canned at Florida, uh, you couldn't blame him for taking that job. And then taking T-Rob with him, uh, I think that hurt a lot of Auburn people because T-Rob had played at Auburn. So we go into the Birmingham Bowl with um, – lance thompson coordinating the defense okay first half you know we we made it was like it like a typical auburn game really all year we we had we had played really well and of course we go into halftime tied uh sean white got to start at quarterback and you could tell he was rusty you know it, as you recall jay the last several games of the season uh jeremy johnson had you know because sean got hurt jeremy looked much better and, and played much better and and in this game, uh, Jeremy came in and, and looked better, although Sean White actually redeemed himself a little bit in the second half. with I think people have forgotten he, he threw a couple of big passes. And But the real story of the Birmingham Bowl for Auburn was the defense. I mean, the defense played the best game Auburn's played on defense in years, Jay. I mean, this Memphis team had, if nothing else, had scored a lot of points, moved the football. There was no reason to think that Auburn – uh, was going to be able to slow down the Memphis offense. Well, I mean, I think Memphis got like 200 total yards for the whole game. I oh, mean, it yeah. was it was uh, so, you know, that was very encouraging. Now, <clears throat> after after the game, uh, Kevin Steele, uh, who was uh, LSU's defensive coordinator, was named the new Auburn defensive coordinator. So going into you know the 2016 season next year, we'll have. A new defensive coordinator, Kevin Steele. I've been kind of come up, Jay, with some kind of cool moniker for you know, like the Steel Curtain. But see, Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers, they, they, Man of Steel. That I see that would be that's Superman, yeah. Mm. And then Remington Steel. Somebody told me because there's a Remington plant in Huntsville. Mm. Not sure
0: that was that
1: Pierce Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, and he's he's a lousy bond, by the way. So I just (laughs) that would. So anyway, we'll come up with some kind of. Uh, c- cool. Now, now I, I do, you know, want to offer – I've got a, a a Boom Brothers T-shirt that was purchased <laughs> for me. Uh, I'm going to put it. Uh, it's going to be on a AU fans auction, <laughs> try to raise money. I know there'll be a lot of people uh, wanting to bid yeah, top dollar.
0: Lots of people want that one
1: because it's a limited <laughs> shirt. I mean, it was only it, it well, was only good for the one year. <laughs> well.
0: Who knows? I mean, seriously, that might become some kind of weird collector's item. Yeah. You better
1: hang on to that shirt. Well, in the operative word there, being weird, <laughs> I think you're, that's, you're exactly right about that. Right. <laughs> but okay. um, So, uh, Kevin Steele, I think a lot of Auburn people are excited about him. We, uh, they went out also and hired, uh, I think it's Wesley McGriff. He was a uh, defensive back for the New Orleans Saints. If you look into his background, he's coached around the Southeastern Conference. He's been a good recruiter. Obviously, he's above average coach to, to coach in the NFL. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you just don't – you don't just wander onto the NFL uh, football field and start coaching without having some kind of cred. Oh, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so oh, – yeah. uh, and also, a lot of Auburn people, myself included, are excited about uh, Travis Williams. He was – he's a kid that played for Auburn. Uh, and he was really good for auburn uh probably i don't know it's been about 10 or 12 years ago <clears throat> but uh he was an undersized linebacker but he was one of these kids that always just i mean you couldn't stop him he had that he did have that what you know that auburn spirit i <laughs> yeah. mean he just worked hard well the last 2 years Jay, because of uh defensive coordinator uh changes uh Ellis Johnson you know 2 years ago and then and then Muschamp this year, uh, T. Will, they call him. There's another little, you know, like T. Rob. Now oh, we yeah. got T. Yeah. Will. Uh, Travis William and T. Will coach the linebackers. And they say the guy's enthusiasm and, and his work, really, the kids really are drawn to that. They're right. to him. Yeah. Uh, he, he was given his first full-time, uh, you know, coaching job now as Auburn's linebackers coach. And then of course Coach Gardner will coach the defensive line. So okay. there's a lot of people that are really pumped about Kevin Steele and, and the and Coach McGriff and Coach uh, Williams because there's a I think they they sense a possibility for some you know, some uh, cohesiveness, uh, where these guys may stay. May you know, we we've had we've Man. had more change over uh Man, tell me about it. I mean on defense. Jace looks like uh well, i don't I don't know what it's like. <laughs> if I could have come up with something really funny right there, I would have. <laughs> but I mean, the change has just been has been crazy. So yeah. uh, that that's something to be excited about now. We had some guys declare for the NFL draft. Oh, uh, who is it? Well, but they were offensive guys. Sean Coleman, the starting left tackle, mm-hmm. offensive tackle, and Avery Young, the starting right tackle, both declared. And then in a surprising move, Jay Peyton Barber. Who's a red shirt sophomore? So he's been there three years. Declared for the NFL draft. I'm, I'm hoping that Peyton gets drafted. Um, that doesn't necessarily hurt us because we've got Javon Robinson, who the last four or five games showed why he was the number one uh, JUCO running back in the country. And then we've also got Rock Thomas. And uh, then of course I'm real excited about on Johnson. You know he was a true freshman. Mm. From Madison Academy, that had really had, had it for a, a true year. freshman had a big big year, yeah. And I, yeah. I'm 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 anxious to see what carry on uh, another full year in a in a in a college uh, weight room, you know, getting older, and then with the food mm-hmm. and the weight program. I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see how big carry on gets as a tailback, uh, and, and see what he can do. So. Um, you know, uh, but that, those were the guys that went pro. Uh, we will, we will miss Coleman and, and Avery. Young, they were both really, really good offensive tackles. We've got some guys uh, that are waiting in the wings, but I mean, it, there'll be some growing. Uh, there'll be a little bit of you know, uh, some growing to do for those. Uh, a guy named Mike Horton, um, uh, Robert Left. He's uh, he was kind of he played backup. Uh, I think there's some feelings that he might – I think he'll be a senior. He may be one of the guys that moves into uh, into into one of the tackles, or they may actually move, shuffle some other guys around. Austin Golston, who was our center, who got hurt the last two or three games of the year, actually played. He was a transfer from Ole Miss, and he played tackle, I think, with the Rebels. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see who's going to be – will Golston get moved to tackle and we move somebody in the center. So going to be a lot of – a lot of questions answered as we go through spring, and then next fall. Uh, of course, next year, uh, a lot of people may know we open up with uh, Clemson. <laughs> of course, Clemson didn't quite have enough, you know, to handle Alabama. Uh, the Tide won uh, their sixteenth, uh, I think, is what they're saying national championship. <laughs> they've, they've certainly, they've certainly won a bunch of them, uh, uh, yeah. whatever that number is. Yeah. And uh, gotta hand it, Jada. Uh, Coach Saban he's uh, you know four national titles in like seven years with the Tide they've had some they've had some good bounces at times uh, you know but uh, mostly they've earned it on the field Uh, you know you gotta tip the hat to them so uh, and
0: and Fans, Alabama fans. I didn't even have to hold a gun to his head to get him to say that.
1: And that's right. We we, we thought about it. that might have to be the case, but it wasn't. So, <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, got to give credit where Chris due. Jay. I mean, that's that's just how it is. What I what Auburn people are hoping, what I'm hoping for is maybe a repeat of two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Alabama wins the title in oh nine. Had a team, had a defense similar to to what they had this year, and then and then we we signed a. Um, a junior college quarterback, some people may have heard of Cam Newton. Uh, let me just say right here, go Carolina Panthers! Uh, let's let's get a Super Bowl. Let's get how about Super Bowl Fifty? Cam Auburn Newton, fans and, were, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm we're,
0: sure we're all living vicariously through, through the Panthers.
1: That's right. So I, I'm sure they're going to go down hard Sunday. Since I said that, but that's all right. <laughs> we'll um, but anyway, 2010, Cam. So we've got a new kid on 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 campus. Uh, John Franklin the Third. They call him. Uh, JF three, yeah. I think is. Yeah. Oh uh,
0: no. Okay, so let, let's make sure everybody gets this. We're paralleling here, right? That's right. That's yeah, what, exactly. We're, we're, we're looking
1: right. back at that season, and we're going to parallel with this new season. Twenty ten. That's right. Twenty ten. So Alabama won in oh uh, nine. So so they won in fifteen. Six. So sixteen, and we're going to have a first year. Yeah. Hopefully, a uh, starting quarterback. That's uh, JF three. Uh, he is a dual threat quarterback. Uh, he's not quite. What Cam Newton well, is, but then nobody
0: on the planet is that's right. <laughs> quite what Cam, Cam Newton, Newton is. is, as
1: you're probably right. So, but hopefully, overall, the de- the defense I think will have a chance <clears throat> with uh, again, well, some of the guys that came back Carl Lawson. There's much speculation that he might go uh-huh. pro, he's he's decided he's, to come back. Uh, back. Right. Adams, yeah, uh, a, a really, really, really good defensive tackle. Uh, decided to you know to uh, forego forego the draft and he's mm-hmm. coming back for his senior year. Okay, so those two additions uh, will help. Auburn will be. Uh, here's the thing, Jay. I think the defensive front has got a chance to to <clears throat> to be special. Mm-hmm. Uh, the secondary we've got we've got a, probably more guys in the secondary than we've had at Auburn in a long time. Some raw. Uh, ability some of it not so raw i mean uh, carlton davis was like freshman of the year freshman all-american or whatever he's coming back for his sophomore year and then we've got rudy ford who was considering going pro he's a safety so we're gonna have a lot of talent in the secondary uh, a lot of talent up front i mean honestly uh, if of course again it's always about the health of these guys but on paper those the defensive line and the secondary could be about as good as Auburn's had. Uh, linebacking, Jay, is where it's going to be. Uh, we'll find out if, if T. Will can can coach those guys up, then uh, not only will he be considered, uh, you know, an up and coming coach, I mean, Auburn will have a chance defensively to be really good. Yeah, and here's yeah, the yeah. thing, Jay starting out All with right. Clemson. We're going to have to be good.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, we're going to know – the good and yeah. bad news of that opening up with MJ is after that game, Auburn will either be – you'll either be able to say, you know, this team's got a chance to have a special year or you might – you know, if it, if, if it doesn't go your way but it's close, you might still say, yeah, you know, there's I saw enough here to – let's just see how these next few weeks go or you're going to be saying, wow – uh, Gonna be a I long guess, season. I guess get two men in a truck on the phone <laughs> and send them toward uh, coach's house. I mean, it could be it'll it'll oh, be that bad for yeah. some Auburn people if we don't if we don't compete with Clemson. But uh,
0: well, certainly the whiners will be out there. They letting us in, know better.
1: In force. Uh, that's but um, so anyway. So that's that's uh, that's kind of how the the season uh, you know went and how it's looking forward to next year now. Uh, I do want to mention that the SEC, for all you SEC fans out there, which uh, that would be most of us, the uh, I think the SEC ended up going nine and two, maybe in the bowl mm-hmm. bowl yeah. season. Uh, uh, Florida, Florida got thumped pretty bad by Michigan and uh, Texas A and M. Even though Texas A and M had some serious uh, Issues within their football team almost beat Louisville, uh, so it was a, it was a really close game, and they were playing like the third string quarterback because yeah. their the first two five star quarterbacks left the team. So there, I don't know what's going on in, in College Station, but but again, Florida, Florida was never really the same Jay after that uh, uh, that Will Greer quarterback got suspended. Yeah. And by the way, Jay, he's left the University of Florida now, so. Um, uh, and then I, am going to give you though Jay here just a minute. I'm going to give you the way too early predictions <laughs> for next year. All oh, right, I'm, awesome. gonna, I'm already have my predictions for next season uh, uh, coming up here in just a second. All right, before but before I do that now, Jay, I want to mention. I, I failed to mention one uh, coaching change on the offensive side of the ball. Oh yeah, okay. We uh, JB Grimes, who's done uh, contrary to some some people, uh, the uh, one of the one of the I thought the strengths of the team if you look at what they had to to go up against was the offensive line. Well, JB Grimes who's been uh the the offensive line coach the last uh 3 years is uh is moved on to join Tommy Tuberville's mm-hmm. staff at Cincinnati. Okay. His son coaches there and there's some belief that he wanted to you know JB had a little cancer scare earlier this year. There's some at least some beliefs in some quarters that maybe you know he wanted to be He's getting on up there. He wanted to coach with his son, be close to his son, and yeah. you can certainly understand that. Now, mm. uh, Coach Malzahn didn't waste any time hiring a guy that he, that he's known for a while, uh, Coach Herb Hand uh, from uh, from Penn State. Herb was with uh, Gus at Tulsa, Jay, when uh, in two years that, that Gus was the offensive coordinator in Tulsa, Tulsa had the number one rated and number two rated those two years offensive uh, offensive production you know in the country. Okay. So number one, number two, and like I say, Herb Hand was his uh, was the offensive line coach for Tulsa, and I, I think there's a belief that Gus is really going to try to get back to that. You know, we supposedly no you know hurry up no huddle. Well, we've we've been the no huddle part of it, but if you look at the plays per game, the um, the The hurry up has not been there, and I think along with maybe JF three, uh, you know, or at least a, a dual a real dual threat quarterback. The other ingredient is, Gus is just going to have to play it fast, hmm. and hopefully, you know, Kevin Steele is a guy that's uh, is a veteran defensive coach. I don't think he's going to be intimidated if his if his defensive numbers. I think. And, and and only time will tell on this, Jay, but I, I think Kevin Steele maybe has gotten the assurances that, you know, put the best defense you can put out there, but I, Gus, I'm going to have to go and run that offense the way I run it to be successful. And if it tires my defense out and, we, you know, all I need is a few stops, a game. I mean, I think Auburn people would love for it to be – uh, every week like it was against Memphis. <laughs> and right. and that's kind of the way, yeah. I mean, maybe not quite that strong, but that's kind of the way the Auburn Auburn has been known for. Back in uh, Tubbs' years, Coach yeah. Die, I mean, Auburn defense. But if Gus is our guy and and for Gus to get us back to 2013, I think he's going to have to uh he's going to have to do the things that he did in 2013. That means a dual threat quarterback and we're 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 snapping that football mm-hmm. And you know, getting defenses on their heels and so forth. So, yeah. but uh, Herb Hand is joined. So mm-hmm. that's pretty. I, that's kind of it for the as far as Auburn and the changes and things. Now, I, this is kind of a this is kind of an aside, Jay. And uh, but you know, the, and, and we're not as you know, we're not political here at no. AU fans. It's not. Yeah. A, this is not a politics show. But I did find this. I I, I heard this one ad for one of the. Uh, uh, political candidates I, I just thought this was really kind of interesting uh you know thinking about the people that that elect our president but uh anyway uh, uh well let's play that play that clip that uh, that you that we have earlier okay. for that guy okay. and, and this just kind of tells you kind of where we're headed in this country right. i think
0: yeah all right here it here you go it's right here excuse me Excuse me, could I ask you a few questions? Sure, what you got? Well, we're conducting a kind of a man-on-the-street poll regarding some of the current possibilities for the upcoming presidential election.
2: Okay, okay, uh uh-huh.
0: We want to know... Well,
2: we are on the street.
0: Yes, we're on the street. Uh, we want to know... Let's
2: see, what street is this again? Oh, yeah, I got, uh, sorry, I got distracted. Okay. So you can ask a question at what.
0: Right. So the question is, what do you think about Bernie Sanders' chances of keeping the Democratic Party in the White House?
2: Uh, who's that
0: now? Bernie Sanders.
2: Oh, Sanders, yeah, uh... I say anyone who can cook chicken that good, I ain't against it. No, sir, I don't care what house
0: he's in. Oh, but I'm not talking about... That
2: good old colonel, he gets all those spices just right. We and I like the crunchy, but... No, no, we're talking about... I gotta tell you, that original recipe, that is just stuff. You know what I'm saying, right? I know you... It's the finger-licking good chicken. No. Yeah, Sanders has my vote. I'm fixing to go get me some right now. In fact, oh, oh, that's my ride right here. Excuse me, Jimmy! Jimmy! You gotta go get us some of that chicken of the week. Yeah, these boys right here done made me hungry. I want some chicken.
0: What just happened? Hmm.
1: Wow. Uh, Jay. Uh, That's a little worrisome, I think. I'll I tell you, though, um, that original formula is pretty good, Jay. <laughs> anyway, all right, okay. folks. Uh, uh, so, now, back to my the last little segment here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way-too-early predictions for next year's Whoa. SEC oh
0: that was my special effect music
1: thank you Jay yeah. I, I, that that, yeah, that has further put me in the mood <laughs> the uh, let's just start in the east uh, I think Tennessee's going to be one of the early favorites Butch Jones has been recruiting and recruiting and recruiting they've been, they've had a young team uh, a lot of talent uh, I, I really think the uh, the, the the favorite. Kind of pick the uh, the what do they call it the the the, the pick that most people are going to like uh, is going to be the Vols. I Jay, I'm going to go a little bit different, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me. Let me just say this: with all the the ingredients that Tennessee has, it wouldn't surprise me if they won the East. Uh, I think Tennessee's schedule maybe a little bit tougher than a couple of well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a shocker. I I think Georgia with Kirby Smart and and I may be feeling the influence of, you know, what Kirby's been able to accomplish coaching for Coach Saban. Mm-hmm. But I think that you're gonna see a change in culture in Georgia. By most people's estimation, Georgia's got players. Now they don't have yeah. a quarterback that anybody can see, but now they're gonna be strong Maybe most other places. Of course, we all know what happens when you don't have a quarterback.
0: Mm, we but know that too well.
1: Here's the thing, though, Jay. In the, in a Kirby Smart world, in a Kirby Smart type D team, I think you're going to see more of a a Bama Bama esque type approach to the to to football. So mm-hmm. I think Georgia's going to be uh, defensively, they're going to be tough to move the ball on. If uh, they're going to have Nick Chubb back, I believe he's that running yeah. back that got hurt against Tennessee, uh-huh. yeah. all-American potential. Um, I think Georgia is going to win to East. I just think Kirby will – I think there's enough talent left over there with Kirby's defensive influence. Uh, they play Tennessee at home. And believe it or not, Jay, I'm picking second because of their schedule. Uh, Muschamp and South Carolina. And that's going to be the shocker. But here's what I feel like. I mean, I I saw how our defense improved as the season, you know, wore on, even though statistically, you know, we weren't necessarily that much better. But I I could see the effort. Muschamp taking T-Rob. I mean, Carolina's going to get after it on defense. And I, I think, I don't think, Steve Spurrier left the, the cupboard completely bare. Their, their quarterback should be back. That got hurt. Uh, okay. um, uh, Will went out and hired um, the guy that he had. He had hired from Duke in his last year at Florida as his OC. Um, uh, he had come from uh, Coach Cutcliffe's team from Duke, and he was, like I say, he was with uh, Muschamp one year at Florida. And uh, – I, I really think – and then I was looking at South Carolina's schedule. Some of their uh, their early games are at, uh, at home, uh, and I want to say that they play like Texas A&M and Mississippi State on the west side. And uh, that's – to me that's favorable compared to, you know, like playing LSU, Alabama, Auburn, yeah. Arkansas. So yeah. – uh, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna actually pick South Carolina second in the East with Tennessee third, and and then okay. I think Florida may be the team that's about to. Well, we'll see. I yeah. I think what they did, what Michael Wayne did this year, was was amazing. But Jay, when the last three or four games of the year, I mean, they just got. I mean, Florida State just. Well, Vandy nearly beat them. And everybody thought, well, you know, they were, but it was at home. Well, and then they like the next week or so, they got throttled by Florida State. Then Bama crushed them, and then Michigan just wore them out in the bowl game. So they they don't have a quarterback. They've lost some guys that went early to pro. Uh, I think the Gators will get there with Michael Wayne, but I think next year is going to be a a tough tough year for Florida. So, uh, and in the West, hey Jay. What have I got to lose? Uh, this this may be our, 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 our swan song. I, I'm picking Auburn. Uh, I think we're going to have a repeat of uh, 20, uh, 2010 after Bama won in 09. So mm-hmm. why not? All right. All you know, right. let's go. Auburn let's go wins, wins the West. Yeah. I think Bama's second. Uh, I, I like LSU and, and then maybe Arkansas and so forth in, in the West. But uh, Alabama's losing a lot, Jay. Now, I mean, Coach Saban, they've had like – Seven straight number one recruiting classes, uh, but losing uh, Coker and um, uh, Derek Henry, and uh, then they had a couple of guys. Now they had some guys stay, but like Ashaun Robinson on defense, uh, they lose in their center. So you, right up that right up that middle, you lose a center, quarterback, and your tailback. But I mean, it, it, you know, it's not like the the cupboards buried at Alabama. I mean, Alabama yeah. will be, yeah. I'm sure, picked to repeat. Uh, but you know what the heck? Like I say, I'm going to go with history repeating itself, and uh, you know we uh, we win the West. Okay, okay. all right. Um, I like it. But so that's it. But Jay, hey, yeah. I want to say this. It was a it was obviously a bittersweet year as far as the team. Yeah. Uh, but it was a lot of fun. You know, working and and putting these skits together, and and uh, want to thank everybody out there that that listened to the show. Uh, uh, not overwhelming numbers, but uh, I do did appreciate the feedback from some of the, some of the folks that that I talked to about it. And um,
0: I thought you were going to say both of them.
1: Yes, well, <laughs> you know, trying to save a little dignity here at the very end. Well, I know there's at least uh, all right, but. Uh, uh, you know, I've, I've enjoyed doing this, and yeah, it's uh, been a blast. I mean, uh, and I appreciate you. I know you're, yeah. you know, you're not the the uh, stay up all night football fanatic like I like I am. But uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, you're. I mean, all the technical stuff, and and people wouldn't wouldn't realize what all goes into making a show. Yeah, and, there's and, a lot to it. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and you're responsible for all of that, mm-hmm. and so. And, obviously, uh, I'm not much of a prognosticator. I think probably I picked uh, us to go, what, well, if you take it week by week, I, I think I picked Auburn uh, 12 times. <laughs> and I, I wavered a little <laughs> bit on the Alabama game. And, and then, you know, we had the fantasy uh, uh, football uh, world. Yeah. Pick, but So, yeah. um, but it, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to next season, though, and, and hopefully, you know, Auburn getting back on – Back on track, and uh, you know. So hey, you know, as a famous Auburn guy once said, you know, uh, it's War Eagle anyway, Jay. Yeah, so, War Eagle, War Eagle, brother. Thanks for thanks for everything, and and again, thanks to you guys out there, and uh, War Eagle. And if you're if you're not a, a, a Tiger first, uh, you know, you know, good luck to you guys, and and um, and we'll just we'll see how it plays out in 2016, Jay. All right. Love it. All right, man.
0: Hey, this is Jay Webb from Talking Tigers Football with Stan and Jay. Yeah, I'm the one who doesn't say much, but right now I get to say thank you to a few of our loyal supporters like all the guys in the band Set for Life for allowing us to use their music at the end of some of our shows over the last couple of seasons. Keith Maxwell, who kick-started AUFans.com and continues to be the genius behind it. We'd also like to thank Cindy Morse for her ideas and contributions to the Talking Tigers football efforts. And Stan and I would both like to thank our wives, Kathy Stevens and Anissa Webb, for their encouragement and patience in creating the podcast each week during football season. We've had an awful lot of fun doing this podcast over the last couple of years, And so most of all, thank you for listening. War Eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, Stan and Jay have left the building.